Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. In on the breakaway, McDavid scores! Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points! I'm James Neal. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an impossible angle! Fun years are, are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith. Jajar Kara. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Pooley Army back bar and in! Save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. The Edmonton Oilers clinch the playoff spot. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. It's a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Everybody, Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott joining you on Oilers Now. 18 years ago today, the last live performance from Johnny Cash. Back in 2003, just after uh, June Carter Cash had passed away. And uh, Johnny would uh, later leave us less than uh, three months later. But what a talent, and uh, no question about it. And you know what? There's sort of a uniformity sometimes. You know what? We play tragically hip. We don't get a lot of uh, consternation, a lot of beaking. We get generally positive vibes out there. And I think the same could be said for the late, great Johnny Cash as well. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Hope you had a solid weekend. It was uh, an interesting time out there, to say the least. Something we'll get in fairly quickly into the show today when we talk about Duncan Keith. But Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. First half hour of the show, we'll talk about Duncan Keith. And um, man, oh man, there's lots of perspectives out there, lots of passion, uh, some interesting perspectives to say the least some of which is heavily analytics-driven and 
some that maybe sees things a little bit uh, differently in terms of what the potential impact could be if he is indeed at all traded. And time will tell in that regard. Uh, we'll also talk a bit about uh, what could be the final game of the NHL season tonight, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, have a chance to close the deal against the Montreal Canadiens in four straight. And I wouldn't bet against them doing it right now. The Canadiens missed their window in game number two. They played okay in game number three as well. But the Lightning are just better. They're more efficient. And I think Montreal, after kind of running the table here and finding ways uh, specifically in the series against Toronto and Vegas to win games, they've just gone up against an opponent that's deeper, that's better, that got past their challenge, which was the New York Islanders, and uh, the Canadians have just uh, come up a little bit short. Tonight could indeed be the night, so we'll have some thoughts from some of the players coming up in the Oilers now audio vault as well. Regular Monday contributor to the show is John Shannon. He will join us at 1235. We have an NHL expansion draft that will take place. On September the 20, or July the 21st, the expansion draft lists have to be in July 17th. Former Edmonton Oilers assistant GM, now assistant GM of the Seattle Kraken, Rick Olchuk, will join us at 105 today. And the Euro are down to the final four. And one guy that's really happy is Gene Principe from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet. One of the most popular uh, media personalities, probably the most popular in the city. And a huge fan, obviously, of Italy. England with a very impressive performance, albeit in an, uh, against an overmatched Ukraine squad. But uh, England historically has been a significant underachiever at the international level, and they performed quite well and haven't given up a goal yet in their first five games of the tournament. And they will play Denmark, who recovered from losing Christian Eriksen, Italy and Spain tomorrow. England and Denmark on Wednesday. Gene Principe will talk some Oilers as well as some Euro. Here's how you get a hold of us. On the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. The patio open daily to all ages at the River Cree from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. You can watch the game on the biggest screen in the city while enjoying daily drink specials and an upscale menu. The River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement bet on it they're back uh the province is back up in adam and they are back up in adam as well you can text us on the ashley fine floors text line at 780-496-0063 update those old floors with one color engineered hardwood for 299 a square foot head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information and i have a feeling you're going to want to chime in on a guy by the name of duncan keith We'll tell you that you can tweet us on the show at Oilers Now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and back at the 630 Chad Studios. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Well, you might be staying this way all the way until September, Brendan. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to think maybe they just don't want me around there. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, uh, anyhow, Brendan's going to jump in momentarily as we go to today's top story for legacy heating and cooling. Get your AC today if no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. On uh, June 30th, uh, late in the afternoon, Elliot Friedman put a tweet out about the fact that uh, Duncan Keith had gone to the Chicago Blackhawks uh, about a potential change of locale uh, and wanted to get closer to his son. And uh, on that theme, there was the opportunity for Western Canadian teams, or some people potentially thought Seattle, 
uh, to get in the mix on Duncan Keith, who had just switched agencies and gone to Jerry Johansson and the Sports Corporation. Jerry is out of Edmonton. Uh, on the weekend, Jerry was in Montreal. Uh, was at the game Friday night. He's got Brighton Point, Carey Price, um, Brendan Gallagher, Yoel Armia, uh, to name four players that were involved in the Stanley Cup final. And bottom line here, switched agents, uh, two years left in his deal, and played 23 minutes a game this past season for Chicago. Numbers from a deep dive analytics perspective, not great in the past year. A lot of people bringing up stats like expected goals when he was on the ice. Of course, most of you are smart enough to recognize when he spent most of his five-on-five time playing with Ian Mitchell and Adam Boquist, you can understand why there might be some adventures in babysitting out on the ice with those two defenders. Boquist has been so challenged, in fact, that in junior, the London Knights moved him to forward uh, when Evan Bouchard was there uh, for a few games because he basically played Rover. And the Hawks are known as a team that is an up-tempo team with a young head coach that identifies with their young players. Now, Duncan Keith is a three-time Norris Trophy winner, or sorry, two-time Norris Trophy winner. He's won uh, three Stanley Cups. He's been a Con Smythe winner. The rationale, some people think that Edmonton's in a position of front run. I will tell you that uh, there would be certainly interest from the Keith camp to play in Edmonton. Make no mistake about that. And there's a couple things going on here. A lot of you are like, well, why don't the Oilers sign Jamie Alexiak? Why don't they sign or uh, sign Jake McKay? And I know that Elliot referenced Alexiak possibly having a backdoor deal in place to sign up Dallas after the expansion draft. Uh, Jake McCabe is a player that uh, may not want to play in Canada, may re-sign in Buffalo. Some others have said, well, why don't you bring Kulikov back? Why don't you look at uh, bringing aboard Ryan Murray? I find it, and then we've, we actually had some individuals say, well, Bob, this is like Edmonton bringing in Andrew Ference. Yeah, except Andrew Ference couldn't carry Duncan Keith's jock. Okay please. You're comparing a number five defenseman in his height. That's what he was. When Boston was a good team winning cups, Andrew Ference was in the third pairing against the guy that's played the most minutes in Chicago for 14 of the last 16 seasons. Obviously, we're aware of what the numbers were this past year. I know I had somebody do a, a deep dive for me separately that would suggest in four of the last six seasons that our numbers were pretty impressive for Keith. Um, and remember, that's playing the most minutes. Where you get slotted depends a lot. And, you know, there's a little bit of history with Ken Holland and Detroit and what he did. So I'm going to take you down that path here. In 1996-97, the fans in Toronto were trying to run Larry Murphy right out of town. The Leafs were so desperate to dump him, they traded him to Detroit at the deadline for futures. This was in the 96-97 season. Uh, Larry Murphy would win Stanley Cups in the next two years and play four more seasons until the age of 40. Okay. Larry Murphy never won a major award in the league, but was a point-producing offensive defenseman. Brian Rafalski, at the age of 34, signed in 07-08 with the Detroit Red Wings on a five-year deal at $6 million per he played four more seasons, actually didn't play the last year of the deal, but played 34, 35, 36, 37 years of age, won uh, Stanley Cup and lost another Stanley Cup series in seven games. Brad Stewart, in his late 20s, but almost at the point of being discarded around the league, 
was acquired for a second and fourth round draft choice by Detroit. He too won a cup. This was in the 07 08 deadline. He too won a cup in 07 08 and made it to the final in 08 09 and signed a four year contract extension of 3.75. Never won a major award in the league, but good veteran defenseman. Chris Chelios, or shall I say, that brings me to Chris Chelios because it might be the best comparable for Duncan Keith. Chris Chelios won three Norris trophies during his NHL career. Six foot one, 190 pound defenseman. Duncan Keith, six foot one, 192 pound defenseman. Chelios, uh, probably a little bit more physical, though Keith is a guy that has played with some edge in his career. Uh, Chelios, renowned for his level of physical conditioning. Duncan Keith, renowned for his level of physical conditioning. Uh, in 98-99, the Detroit Red Wings gave up former first-round pick Anders Eriksson, a first-round pick in 99, and a first-round pick in 2001 to acquire Chris Chelios from Chicago. Some people thought Chelios was a declining player at that point in his career. He went to a team with better offensive players, and played nine more seasons in the NHL. At, so he went at the age of 36. At the age of 39, he won a Stanley Cup. At the age of 45 in 07 08, he won another Stanley Cup. He went from first pairing defenseman in Detroit to second pairing defenseman to basically being in the third pairing towards the end. Nine seasons. So here's the deal with Keith. Given his level of competitiveness, his fitness, the ability that he has, the fact for 14 of the last 16 years, he's led Chicago in ice time. He, If the Oilers, if the Oilers were to acquire him, and there are other teams that would be interested, but if the Oilers were to acquire him, he would be in the second pairing in Edmonton at about 18, 19 minutes a game. Over the course of the last decade plus, the Oilers have brought in players that were third-pairing guys. Oh, we mentioned one, Andrew Ference, and said, well, he can play second-pairing in Edmonton. It didn't work out. He played two of the four seasons, barely played in the third and fourth years, had a hip issue that took him out of the mix, but was not successful in a top-four role because he was being asked to do more than he was doing in Boston. Some might make the same argument for Mark Fain, who signed a four-year deal. Now he's going to get a real chance in Edmonton. He was decent, I think, for the first year and a bit. Hardly played at all. Final two years of the contract in the National Hockey League was out of the league after that. Duncan Keith is on another level. He's a way better player than those guys, has achieved way more than those guys, and would have an opportunity to be rejuvenated. Now, many of you say, well, the only way they could take Duncan Keith is if they take James Neal back. The only way the Oilers can uh, get Duncan Keith is if the Chicago Blackhawks would take James Neal back. Duncan Keith is owed $3.6 million over the next two years in real dollars. Okay? Theoretically, some of you said, well, they can just trade Neal to Chicago, and Chicago can buy him out. Why would Chicago do that? He's a $7.6 million buyout over the next four seasons. Okay? The reality is there's enough interest in the player right now that logic dictates that the team that ultimately does get Keith if he gets moved may not be moving substantial money 
to Chicago. Okay? Now, I know that Elliot Freeman the other day suggested, you know, some people said, what about Caleb Jones because of the Seth Jones angle? In that scenario, I could foresee Caleb Jones and a prospect. A prospect surely not named Bouchard or Broberg, surely not named Holloway or McLeod, though I'm sure Stan Bowman would ask for one of those players, and probably not named Samarukov or Lavoie. But the bottom line is where the player is slotted is very important. You're asking a guy who for the last 16 seasons has been in the number one pairing for Chicago. If you were theoretically to get him, he would be playing second pairing minutes. And oh, by the way, the Oilers have a hole there because they have to plan as though Oscar Kleffbaum isn't going to come back. That's just the reality of the situation. So... Take a look at the history that Ken Holland had. I would assert to you the one position you want to have experience is on defense. And I'm going to tell you right now, I could totally foresee a scenario where regardless of who gets Duncan Keith, he's got two years left in his deal, I could see him playing in the NHL at 41, 42, 43 because of the level of conditioning he's in, the competitiveness that he has. And some of you personally have been in bad situations, be it at work, maybe in relationships, and you know you got to get out of it, and you get out of it, and you get rejuvenated with a new opportunity. It happens all the time in sport. So I don't think Chicago wants to trade him. The reports we have is they were surprised by this. If they are to trade him, you know they're going to be in on Dougie Hamilton and in on Seth Jones. I do know that there would be interest from the Keith camp to play in Edmonton. That doesn't happen all the time. It's just the reality of the situation. So this is a scenario where location, location, location could theoretically work to Edmonton's advantage. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, but for you out there that just want to dismiss a guy and say he's washed up and finished, he's probably the closest player I would assert to you, maybe since Chris Chelios, in terms of style of the, like Chelios was a good offensive defenseman that played with a little bit of an edge, got into guys' heads once in a while on the ice. Duncan Keith kind of plays that way and is in terrific shape. And Duncan Keith is in terrific shape and has logged huge minutes and been a leader and is going to be a Hall of Fame player. So the false narratives out there that, oh, here we go, another Fane or another Ference. Come on, man, you're better than that. I gave you four defensemen, Larry Murphy, Brian Rafalski, Brad Stewart, they all won Stanley Cups, and Chris Chelios. And the closest player to those four for Keith is Chelios, who, again, at the age of 36, played nine more seasons in the NHL. For Detroit, he actually played another year for Atlanta, even after that. I'm not saying that Keith plays till 47 or 48, but I could see him playing to 41, 42. And I don't think Jerry Johansson picks up Duncan Keith with two years left in his deal that gets paid out to his previous agent without the thought process that I'm getting a player here that might be able to continue his career beyond the next contract. So take it for what it's worth. It doesn't mean he's coming to Edmonton, but I'm going to tell you, if he gets moved, he's probably going to be successful where he goes because he's not going to play as much. So instead of the Oilers going out and grabbing a guy and thrusting him into an accelerated role, 
This is a scenario where the player would be decelerated in the minutes played. Oh, there's one more thing. The players. The players know. Edmonton had some younger players cratered to the point that the coach couldn't even play them on the ice at times in the series against Winnipeg. Having a little bit of know-how with a guy that's won three Stanley Cups and won a Conn Smythe, if you don't think that doesn't resonate with the players, if you get a guy like that, it does. I'm going to tell you that right now. I can 100% guarantee it. All right, that's our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Get your AC today with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. We'll see what happens. We go to the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Veteran defenseman, now 33 years of age, Jeff Petrie, had this to say on the uphill battle down three nothing for the montreal canadians it's it's a big challenge ahead of us but we've we've faced challenges before and we're not looking at the the end result we're looking at one game tomorrow and take it day by day and one game at a time and um you know i think everybody uh, believes in our group in here and uh like i said one day at a time one game at a time and and uh, we'll go from there and see what happens some would say you never really know what you got until a guy's played about 300 games in the NHL. And uh, Jeff Petrie, there were some of us that watched him during the course of that time in Edmonton and thought, you know what, this guy's got a chance to be pretty good down the road. And uh, he has been for Montreal, to say the least. All right, some tough news on the NHL Today front for elite promotional marketing company, branded apparel products and awards, all created in-house shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. And it involves a goaltender in the Columbus Blue Jackets organization. And here's Brendan Escott. Yeah, goaltender uh, Matisse Kivlinix has died at 24 years old overnight after uh, what we originally thought was a head injury. Apparently now, according to the autopsy, it was a fireworks mortar blast and chest trauma that ultimately took the life of the 24-year-old. He had eight NHL games to his credit. Uh, I think most of them coming last season. So tough news on that front to say the least. And Jackets property, a former 12th overall pick, Mikhail Gregorenko, he left the team. He signed a three-year deal with Seska Moscow in the KHL. That's where he spent 2017 through 2020. Returned to the NHL last year, just 12 points in 32 games. Uh, Minnesota locking up 24-year-old Joel Erickson Eck. Eight years, $42 million extension. Sound familiar? It should. That's a $5.25 million AAV until 2029. And of course, Game for the Stanley Cup final tonight at the Bell Center, 5:30 face-off show with Reed Wilkins here on Ched, six o'clock puck drop, and then a half hour of overtime open line as well. All right, there you go. Uh, 12:27 in Edmonton. We'll get to some of your texts. A lot of you chiming in on Duncan Keith, but right now off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and then for Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon, our NHL insider, coming up. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6:30 Ched.